the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. The West Automotive Group presents Auto Talk Radio with host Brian Bowersock and co-host Kevin Bowersock. Today's show is brought to you by West Escondido, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission. All part of the West Automotive Group. Get your automotive questions answered. Call Brian and Kevin at 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock. All right, folks. Welcome to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock, and the house of me is my co-host, Mr. Kevin Bowersock. What's happening, Kevin? Good morning. It's Saturday morning. It is Saturday morning for sure. All good stuff, right? Yes, yeah, a very beautiful day out there today, too. It is. It is. It is. A little warm here in the studio, as as usual. Right. Uh, Brenda didn't turn on the uh, air conditioner before we got here, like requested. Well, I can put you guys into the air conditioning room if you want me to. It's just, <laughs> you that, guys won't be able to see my beautiful face. Is that the room with all the air conditioning? That's right. That's where of they all keep the, it? That's where all the tech side is, and we got to keep that room cool. Where you guys are, we can keep it warm and all that. But also, the building shuts off the air conditioning on the weekends, so oh, that doesn't mercy. help things. <laughs> no, it doesn't. They are not very nice, are they? No. Hey, today's a special... Uh, auto holiday today it is on july 30th is yeah. this something i should know uh possibly what's the holiday uh henry ford's birthday is today oh well yeah. that makes sense yes. he, he would have been uh hold on let me look at this 159 <laughs> so i don't think he would still be but you know it's still a pretty important holiday i would say 159 he, we could have wheeled him in in the wheelchair though he wouldn't be moving fast <laughs> no no definitely not but you know what he he's a very important uh, part in auto history. Absolutely. I mean, you can have uh, any color as long as it's in black, though. So just a heads up. Y- yeah. <laughs> well. He- <laughs> I love that quote so much. <laughs> that was good. He was actually a very smart man. Oh, yeah. So absolutely. You, you want to know a little trivia about him, something that uh, um, one time he, another another quote um, that he was uh, uh, known for. Um, when he was being interviewed one time, somebody asked him, he said, you know, Henry Ford, how, how come you're so great at building automobiles and a company and, you know, you Ford company, motor companies doing so well and all this great stuff. And, and he said to the reporter, he said, I'm just good at putting together great people. And the reporter said, well, what are you talking about? And he said, he said, see this row of buttons here on my desk. He said, if I push this button right here, Mr. Um, Jim Smith comes in. He's the best accountant in the world. He does all of our accounting. He's an amazing, amazing accountant. Mm-hmm. If I need to know about production, I push this button here. And and Tom comes in. And Tom is the best production guy in the world for sure. And make sure our production stays on. So, so the point that he made is he went down the line stating, you know, basically I hire the most amazing people which are what make this an amazing company. Mm-hmm. So just something to take that, that little, little, little Mr. Ford thing to take with you. And look where uh, the Ford company is now. I mean, they're doing pretty successful. If I actually out, out of the big three, mm-hmm. they've are been the most successful through all the financial stuff and all that. Mm-hmm. Ford didn't take any money from the government back when all the uh, um, Chrysler and, and Ford were taking money from the government because they were in financial trouble. So um, they've survived the best. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure that they still operate on on Henry Ford's knowledge. I mean, as far as oh, all probably that. no. But so I'm, I'm I don't know that that yeah. But he was a very smart man, and he had a very uh, uh, good outlook on how he wanted to do things and build things, and and that's why he did what he did. Right. I, I think certain business concepts they still follow upon Henry Ford, but in terms of like. Car manufacturing well, has no. changed dramatically. Oh, yeah, since all that's yeah. totally. Yeah, absolutely. No, no, no. I'm just talking about, yeah, uh, but I don't even know if they follow all of his business 
aspects, but uh, um, no, but some of it, I'm some of it's still yeah. there. Sure, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, but yes. So a couple great things about uh, Mr. Ford himself. Well, thanks. thanks Happy birthday. (laughs) Happy birthday, Mr. Ford, wherever you're at. I don't even know how old he was when he died, but you can probably Google that for me. Uh, 83. So So for back in the day, I mean, he lived a pretty good life. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, when was he born? Uh, July 30th, 1863. Okay. And he grew up everywhere in Michigan, obviously, because. 1863, man. Mm -hmm. That's a long time ago. Yes. It was long. Well, because uh, um, me and Kevin had a great grandmother that was born. I believe she was born in 1899. No, 1901. 1901. Is that when it was? Yeah. So she lived a good long time, too. Mm -hmm. She lived to be 106, though. So it was 106. 108. 108? Yeah. Oh, 108. Yeah, she lived a long time. So anyway. Yeah. And she was a farm girl from Ohio. So, you know, those Midwesterners, they tend to live live longer doing their thing, living the good old green life. Yeah, so. I don't think we'll ever see what they've seen. I mean, we think times are bad now, but if you go back and look at all the wars and all the, and could you imagine living through the building of the car, computers becoming a thing in life? I mean, no, then people, we will never see what those people saw. Oh, well, you don't know. And, I mean, oh, look how many are dep- going on with China right now. You might get to see another war here shortly. <laughs> I know, but they went going through, that way. They yeah. even went through the major depression. I oh. mean, I mean, I just things. Yeah, that, we might be going that way too. Now we're going into. <laughs> yeah, but we haven't even seen anything like that. I mean, and I don't think we. I don't know if we will. I mean, I, it's I, hard to tell. There is the saying: history tends to repeat itself. Yes. So I mean, while they saw a huge technical in, uh, like boost in the industries and all sorts of markets, I mean, we're going to see it eventually too. I mean, we're yeah, getting- it's going to be different, but mm-hmm. it's going to be. But if you live for a hundred years, no matter what, you're going to have seen a lot. Oh yes, there's yes. going to be a lot of change, I, mm-hmm. and it's not going to be the same like their change was. But they saw a lot of change too. So, but what you're saying, Kevin, is all the technology that came in and all that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and uh, uh, we changed things a lot during that period. But then also. But, you know, if you lived 100 years and you were born, you know, in, in let's say, uh, uh, 1980 and you live 100 years, you might see flying cars and all that. And you would have to say by that time, you know, uh, boy, I've, I've just seen, you know, 2080 by the time you get there, boy, I've seen a lot, you know, so we'll see. I don't know. Would you like to see a flying car? Uh, we're getting there, aren't we? Yeah, I, see, I, I think I that's a terrible news. idea. Have you seen the way people drive cars that don't fly? True. Uh, like, like, like now you're going to let them fly around? What kind of control are you going to have on that? I mean, again, so far the tests have been like very short distances mm-hmm. of these flying cars. But and plus, I don't like the design of it. The look I've of seen it, cars like, fly that launch themselves off a of thing sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> they don't fly very well, though. <laughs> <laughs> they land pretty hard. Yeah. They do. All right, folks, give us a call here. Anything automotive-related, 1-888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170 as you're listening to Auto Talk Radio. Hey, um, and uh, like uh, Brendan said, uh, today is uh, Henry Ford's birthday. We're celebrating Mr. Ford's birthday. So, hey, Mr. Ford. Anyway, oh, that's what. Uh, it's a great, great automotive uh, uh, thing, I guess, from what Brendan's telling me. I actually never even knew when his birthday was until now. Now I'm going to have to remember this. The more you know. Do you just Google things before I show up? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, you do? Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like, well, you're random. How do you know these yeah. things? I just looked it up. Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, that makes a lot more sense then. Okay. We'll we'll believe you on that. Um, this morning, so as always, uh, when I wrote the show and I do the posting on Facebook, I put, uh, um, you know, we're talking about the common repairs done at, at, at facilities that we've been seeing and things like that. Um. But uh, um, I also put right after that, and of course, probably talking more about EVs. So it's just funny. I've noticed in this year, you know, every time I have conversation, I ran into Dave Stahl yesterday. <clears throat> and uh, th- the conversation went right to EVs. Like, I mean, quick as can be. And it's just because of what manufacturers are building and all that. And me and Dave were talking about different things. And also, obviously, the 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 uh, infrastructure for uh, uh electricity, et cetera, you know, and how that's going to almost be impossible, um, but all good stuff. Um, so just one of those things. So we're happy to talk about that. Uh, and then, then uh, you know, talking about, uh, like I said, common repairs. You know, one of the things that we, we see, we've been seeing a lot of these days is uh, gas tanks with holes drilled in them. We've placed quite a few gas tanks. Now, 
when I first saw this happening, you know, I was like, it seems, I don't like, how much fuel do you, I mean, how, you have to have a bunch of buckets, right? I mean, you're going to try to, these are people stealing fuel. That's what it is. Right. You know, so they find a spot and they drill a hole in the gas tank and then they sit there and just let it run out into a bucket, apparently. Yes. Well, uh, one reason is a lot of tanks are plastic now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, which is good because they never get anything they get inside them. They never rust. They never create, you know, problems that we had with steel tanks previously, right? Or galvanized tanks or anything. They don't. Okay. They don't. They, well, they don't have issues, right? Right. Internally, you know. So, um, if you do have a steel tank, usually it's line now to prevent the problems that we, we used to have with old cars, right? Yeah. So, um, uh, just interesting uh, uh, stuff. So they drill a hole in it and then they steal the gas out of the car. Well, then you go to the gas station and usually they don't drill it where it's at the very bottom, you know, of the tank. They figure out a spot like they drill it and then so you in the go to leave in the morning and you drive off the car drives, you go to the gas station because you know your car's low on fuel. You go to fuel it up and all of a sudden it starts uh, pouring out the bottom. Peeing fuel out the bottom of it. Yeah, so n- not a good thing, you know. Um, but uh, um, there's multiple different repairs we're going to talk about today. But let's grab Bodie real quick and see what he's up to. Good morning, Bodie. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you today, my friend? Uh, top of the morning. Yep, yep, it is. It's a beautiful day out. Um, it, and I, I just turned 77. I still feel like a kid. We, literally. Call, we call that 77 years young, my friend. Well, that's right. Well, I know you, you eat well and you work out. I mean, how do you explain to a young person that's drinking coffee every morning? It's like, Hey, you got to take care of your body, like your car for the next 50, 60 years. <laughs> oh, is coffee bad? Well, depends <laughs> on how much, you know, my, my theory is that I make an automotive joke. I say to someone, you know, it's like I see these young people getting, you know, 16, 20 ounces of coffee. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I say, do you drive a car? And they go, yeah. And I go, do you have a push, push, push truck behind pushing your car down the road? And they go, no. And I have, do you have someone towing you? And they go, no. And I said, you anticipate and expect the car to run on its own. And they go, yeah. And I said, why don't you do the same for your body? There you go. There you go. It, w- one of the problems with, with, I think, with excessive caffeine is that it stimulates the nervous system instead of real food, uh, stimulates the mitochondria in the cells so the body produces its own energy instead of having an artificial source through the nervous system. Very true. I, I agree which, with you. Which, My, I, I often like to have one cup of coffee in the morning, but, uh, you know, yeah, when you talk, you, you start talking about... Uh, um, um, excessive caffeine it makes me think goes to i see these i you know one thing i've never tried or had is a uh, one of those energy drinks Ooh, i've never drank one well no, no i've read what's in them and i'm besides the caffeine and all that stuff and <laughs> i know it's not it's not good for your stomach lining and all these other things so it's it's like a lot of bad things people put in cars you know but uh um yeah, I just uh, when you start talking about excessive caffeine, that's where my mind went to. I was like, oh yeah, all those people drinking yeah. all those energy drinks. Yeah, so and you know, I'm almost I'm almost eighty, and when I was growing up, you know, older people drank coffee. Of course, there was nothing energy except for maybe some uh, caffeinated uh, soda drinks. Yeah, and now you go you go to you go to any of the major supermarkets and they got 40, 50 brands of energy drinks. I'm they, like, huh? they, yeah, it's crazy stuff for sure. Not, yeah. not good for you. No. Not good for you. So no bueno. Anyway, what you got going on this morning, Bodie? Uh, I've got a 1999 CRV, mm-hmm. uh, you know, four cylinder automatic, uh, car's got 215,000 miles. It started smoking a while ago. Mm-hmm. And so I put some of the marble mystery oil in there and, and it, it, it's, it doesn't smoke as, as it doesn't smoke when I'm going forward, mm-hmm. but if I back up, it, it smokes like crazy. Where, it's <laughs> out of the tailpipe. Yeah. Okay. When I run my finger in the tailpipe, it's black and oily. Well, it's burning oil, but that's weird that it would only do it backing up. It's, well, it just depends. Cause don't you remember? I've seen people where like, an old Ford truck where the intake gaskets got sucked in a little uh-huh. bit. The car actually ran fine, but if you went around a corner, it would start blowing smoke out the tailpipe. 
Well, that's oh. that's true, and it could be with something backing up that that, that it pulls oil from somewhere. It, it, it like, yeah, that's what I heard. that's the only thought I have. <laughs> Has the PCV ever been replaced on the thing? Uh, you know, that's a good, great question. I, I, I'll take care of it next week. And if you do, do a factory Honda PCV. Don't do any aftermarket ones, okay? Okay. Because we found, yeah, because we found that that is a, a PCV is a, a positive crankcase ventilation valve is a right. controlled vacuum leak, as you're probably aware. And and in the calibration on some aftermarket ones, we found problems. You put them in and it fixes one problem and it creates another. So, right. um, yeah, that's a good place to start. I mean, as far as that goes, um, obviously make sure the oil level is exactly not, not above f- full. Uh, it's another thing I've seen well, do I, weird things, but I'm pretty sure I know you're pretty good with your cars, so I doubt that's. Oh a yeah, yeah. Oh well, here, here's speaking of oil level. It, it's funny how you segue right into my next question. Is uh, the oil level? I know to check the oil. If, if it's hot versus cold, there's maybe a slight difference. You know, a sixteenth or maybe an eighth. And I notice with my car, I check it on flat, and I check it when it's cold. And, you know, I'm, I'm really on top of the fluids. And one day it'll read right at the bottom mark. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, you know, I drive around town, I'm, you know, I go five, five, four, five, six miles. And then it's, it, it's, it's, it's halfway between both lines. I'm like, huh? <laughs> what, so is it, it must be ingesting oil then. I mean, obviously. You know, what, I, what I'm saying is it, it, I, my oil level the way the dipstick reads, and I always oh. make sure that the shaft sitting on the tube. Uh-huh. I know that, and so I get different uh, different reading levels. Different reading, it can change. Well, and it's no, yeah, well, it just depends on how some some dipsticks where they put them in, they get a lot of oil thrown on them, things like that. You know, you try to, but yeah, it can change a little bit as far as that goes. Yeah, but but it's uh, uh, engine oil is not like transmission fluid, which is a hydraulic. Um, that changes a lot with temperature. Engine oil doesn't expand right. a whole lot with temperature, so right, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, it uh, sh- I, should I, be close. I, I ch- yeah, I check it every two, three days. And the other thing is, uh, are you, do you read books on automotive histories and that kind of stuff? I have. I don't all the time, but what you got? Okay. I, I got. You know, I go to this local uh, free library bookshelves, and there was a book on automotive something. Thumped in and I looked at it with like, oh, Brian would like this book. So if, if you're a reader, I'm going to be up in Escondido on Monday. I'll drop it off to your shop for you. Sure. I'll be around. Yeah, I'd love good. to see it. Perfect. All right. And uh, no jokes today. All right. No jokes today. Well, that's because it's Henry Ford's birthday. So we're not doing jokes. I, I read his life history. Uh huh. That, that guy was up, uh, he was friends with Edison, uh, Firestone. Uh, Pullman invented the the sleeping car. He, he hung around with all the industrial giants in his day. Mm-hmm. And he was simply, I read the story when they developed, like in the late late 40s or somewhere, Henry Ford said, I want a V8 motor. And then they showed a picture in this, uh, the book I read, his, his life story. They had over 3,000 castings of motors until they got the one that he liked. <laughs> <laughs> and he was an interesting man. He really was. And he's a smart man for sure. And oh. uh, he, le- he learned a lot and with, from his and friends he, and all and that. He was, yeah, he was tenacious as well. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. All right. Yeah, I like your story. Someone, someone called him stupid. And it's kind of the same story that uh, you, you mentioned. Someone, someone called him stupid. He goes, you know, he says, I may be stupid. He said, but I got the money and the brains to know who, who to hire to solve problems. That's right. There you go. <laughs> yeah. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. Good statement. Stay, stay well, gentlemen. You too, Bodie. Great talking to you. Have a great morning. Be safe out there. All right. Same with y'all. Ciao. Ciao. Good stuff there, for sure. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um. Yeah. One eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. That's eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Fred, hang tight. We're gonna take our uh, first break here, real quick. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on the Answer San Diego eleven seventy and ninety six point one FM up in North County. We'll be right back after these messages.
There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks, welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. Sorry, emailing in between breaks. All right, 1-888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Let's grab uh, uh, Fred real quick. He's got a question. Good morning, Fred. Yeah, hey, good morning, Brian and Kevin. Thanks for taking my call. No problem. Happy Saturday. Yeah. Well, I, I was able to jump on here a, a minute ago, and I had no idea it was Henry Ford's birthday. <laughs> yeah, it, interesting interesting guy. I, I'm actually a former Ford Motor Company employee. I worked for the electronics division uh, back in suburban Philadelphia, and we used to manufacture the electronic engine control, uh, the speed control module, nice. uh, also sensors. Yeah, and uh, I, I got a nice perk from that. I was able to buy <laughs> – excuse me, I was able to buy uh, – Cars on the employee savings program is basically four percent under dealer cost. So oh, uh, cool. Was able to get, a, yeah, yeah. I was able to get a few cars. Uh, the best, the best vehicle I ever owned, I bought that way. It was a uh, 1999 Ford Ranger with that little four-cylinder engine in it, and uh, got that thing. I put a lot of miles on that and never had a problem. Those were good little uh, trucks. I, I owned several of them. Well, and now I own a brand new Ranger, so I'm back back to the Ranger again. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. There you go. And, you know, ironically and interestingly, um, uh, the reason for my call, I think, has to do with the sensor. Uh, yesterday morning, like in my 2012 Honda Fit, mm-hmm. I went to get in the car. I turned the ignition on before I even started the engine. Excuse me. The low temperature indicator light came on. So um, I grabbed the owner's manual. I looked at it. And, uh, I, you know, I took a look under just to make sure there were no leaks. Fluid was fine. Hoses were fine. Uh, nothing on the, on the ground. Uh, started the car, the light went out. And um, what the owner's manual says is that the indicator stays on after the engine has reached normal operating temperature, there may be a problem with the sensors. Correct. Uh, I, I, so I, I, got a, I got in the car again this morning. Uh, same issue came up. Um, and it, it, it stayed on for, I started the car, mm-hmm. it stayed on for a few seconds, and, and I'm now driving, it has not come back on. So I uh, think two questions, I guess, it, it, to me, it, it sounds like a sensor. And uh, the second question is, I'm driving up to LA, mm-hmm. and I do want to get this looked at sooner rather than later, most likely at your West Miramar location. Is this going to cause a problem with other uh Incident so a consequential damage to the engine with this with this little light popping on. So this this it's uh, let me make sure I got this clear. Um, when does the light exactly come on? Is is it when the vehicle's running and driving? No, it, it came on before I turned the uh, before I started the car. Okay, and then when it idles, it stays on. This morning, it stayed on for maybe fifteen twenty seconds, and then it went out. Okay, and you've never seen that that because when you turn the ignition on, a lot of lights like the check engine light and all those lights come on on a vehicle's dash. Then you start the car and they all go out, um, which is norm, uh-huh. which is normal. But this light you've never seen come on like that and and go off when the car starts. It usually doesn't come on at all. I, I never usually. I did not notice it coming on at all. Okay, and I just noticed it yesterday. Okay, and um. And it's and it actually says low temp low temperature warning or high temperature warning. It's it is a uh, it's it's a letter C and it's uh, part of the owner's manual. It's a low temperature warning light. Okay. Um, and and then when I as I mentioned when I uh, looked in the manual here it said um, it, it said if, if it stays on after the engine has reached normal operating temperature mm-hmm. there may be a problem with the sensors but it just uh, I don't know if it's a, if the sensor's about to fail uh, because it does not come on when it's 
it, 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 like I said, it just goes off when the engine's cold. And this it's is running a, cold. Yeah. Okay. And this. Is, so normally, what that light would be for is if the te- engine's not reaching oper- operating temperature, which they don't want because then it's not in fuel control. Um, the light stays on and lets you know. Um, actually, that's way better than overheating. I mean, you can actually operate the car that way, but you still want to get it fixed and in and, and, and taken care of over time. But as far as damaging the car. Uh, a long period of driving it, if that light stayed on, yes, a long period because okay. it's it's going to run. It's the car's going to think it's cold all the time. Therefore, it's enriching the fuel system. That that's what. So, oh. but if but if it's going out and it's going into closed loop, or if it's just a a, a sensor that's not reading properly, uh, the car's still going to operate just fine. So, uh, but it sounds like to me it's reaching operating temperature and, and the light uh, is not on. Correct when you're out driving correct and, and you know the car it's a great little car it's got 177,000 miles on it i'm thinking it's probably just normal wear and tear and yeah uh, 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 so okay and, and this is a honda what i'm sorry 2012 honda did you say 2000 2012 honda fit sport five fit, speed fit sport okay gotcha gotcha yeah i i would i'd keep an eye on it yeah the most important thing with that light though is if it's on once the car has reached operating temperature so if it's going out a few seconds after you're starting it um the calibration on it could have changed a little bit the sensor um but it is still doing its job because it's not coming on when 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 you're at operating temperature obviously and it takes a few minutes for the car to get obviously to operating temperature it has a temperature gauge on the dash also i do not see one okay well uh, on this car yeah. oh okay well there that's probably why they have that light then because you may not know if uh but uh um the the concern with that is make sure the vehicle's in fuel control so um but it can be checked that sensor it's easy enough to check it make sure it's doing the right thing uh and also that the car is getting up to uh Operating temperature, which is since there's no gauge, that's probably one of the things we'd like to check on it. Okay. All right. But as far as driving to LA and back, you should be just fine. Shouldn't be a problem. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks very much. Appreciate it. Thanks for the call, Fred. Have a safe drive up and back and uh, hope to talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, guys. Take Take care. care. You too. Bye. Bye. Good good question. And uh, there's always so many different. gauges lights etc from one make and model and year and that that's why i ask a lot of questions like okay when did it come on what is it you, you know i unfortunately do not know all of them and a lot of them we have to look up you know so as far as so helpful he looked in the owner's manual and that's what it that little c is for is if it's not getting operating temperature it's it's uh staying cold um and therefore it wouldn't be uh in closed loop would it no that'd be a problem so no or yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, it would be a problem. Anyway, uh, I do want to remind folks, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by the West Automotive Group, which consists of West Escondido Automotive and Transmission up at uh, 2200 Auto Parkway in Escondido. AAA approved and Starford certified for smog in the state of California for uh, uh, taking care of folks up in uh, North County now for heading up towards 30 years. And West El Cajon Automotive and Transmission, 844 North Johnson Avenue in El Cajon, AAA approved, uh, taking care of folks out there in East County for up around nine years, uh, along with West Kearney Mesa Automotive and Transmission, 8027 Balboa Avenue, AAA approved and smog certified in Central San Diego right over here, taking care of folks for over there for uh, uh, heading up on five years. And the West Miramar Automotive and Transmission right at 5726 Miramar Road in Eastgate Mall. AAA approved and star certified, taking care of folks uh, right there in the uh, Golden Triangle for over three years now, heading up on four years now, actually. Um, All of us, me, myself, my employees come together from the West Automotive Group to bring you Auto Talk Radio, as we all believe in the same philosophy. We never put money ahead of people. Stop in, have your vehicle service repaired, and find out what quality automotive service repair is all about. Uh, The West Automotive Group is also proud to offer six months no interest for your vehicle service and repair needs on approved credit. Uh, all locations offer this very important now, obviously is, uh, uh, you know, starting to get a little more expensive to, to, to survive and everything daily. So we're the, that's a great way to help you out. Uh, also, uh, get in and, uh, take advantage of our certicare transmission diagnosis or uh, proper diagnosis on vehicles. 
best money ever spent in any repair is by a qualified technician at a quality facility. Um, getting the diagnosis right is uh, the first step to a good repair. You get it wrong, and it go, it's going to go wrong for sure. So um, it's one of the things we pride ourselves on. Uh, we also offer a shuttle rides tour from work and home and low-cost rental vehicles at all four locations. Uh, go to westautomotivegroup.com. That's westautomotivegroup.com. You can make your appointments to get your vehicle in. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram also, where we send little tips out all different times of the week and month. Um, you can also check out the Automan segments, where I'm the Automan on the CW and uh, Fox uh, uh, 5 News different times during the week. Um, they're all posted there on our YouTube channel afterwards. And also, you can check out Auto Talk Radio if you like. Take it right to the Auto Talk Radio page where we uh, put all the shows uh, also when done. You can download them from there. Um, that's westautomotivegroup.com. And uh, this morning, you can give us a call, 1 888 It's 888 And if you want to download podcasts, they're also available if you'd rather um, do it through Apple Podcasts, Google. Pandora, Deezer, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeart, Radio.com, and TuneIn. You can find them all there. Just go to the answer, San Diego, 1170 AM, and uh, go to morning shows, Saturday morning shows, and you can download them from there. So good stuff. And once again, our, our line here is 1-888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170, anything automotive-related. We're chatting about. All right, we're going to have to take our last break. Because Brendan's pounding on the window like a monkey in the cage chasing a bun- banana. Anyway, you're listening. <laughs> you're listening to Auto Talk Radio here on the Answer San Diego, 1170 and 96.1 FM. We'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. Uh, and we're back. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. one 1170 That's 888-344-1170. Anything automotive related. We welcome your calls. All calls. Friends and foes. And we're talking about Auto Talk. Anyway, so this morning, I got a couple good calls. Bodie called in. Bodie's always listening. I appreciate him. 77 years young. And he still details cars and everything. You go get him, man. It's good to be. He's, you're, kind, you're kind of like uh, my buddy. I, my A good friend of mine lives up the street, Ron. He's uh, 76 years old. And uh, um, he goes out to dinner with us all the time. Hangs out. Like um, He's 76 years young. He's like you, Bodie. He's always on the move, man. Takes good care of himself. Goes to the gym every day, stuff like that. So, need 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 to keep that body moving. If you're just like a car, you let let a car sit around, it'll have more problems than it will if you drive it too much. So, uh, very very uh, important to keep it keep it moving and in the right direction and taking care of it, just like a car. Also, um, good good information. So as far as that goes, uh, I do want to remind folks that uh, Auto Talk Radio is also brought to you by Interstate Batteries, a battery for every need. Interstate Batteries are the highest quality batteries out there. We do not stock nor sell any other uh, batteries at the West Automotive Group when it comes to automotive-related batteries for one simple reason. They are the highest quality batteries out there. And the number one technician-recommended battery worldwide. If you uh, need a battery for your uh, uh, vehicle, jump on West Automotive Group, get an appointment, get in, we'll get you an Interstate installed. If you uh, um, need a battery for any other need, and I mean they have a battery for every single need, um, uh, uh, you can definitely get them uh, through uh, Interstate at their uh, storefront, 9345 Cabot Drive in Miramar, or in La Mesa at 70th and University. So Interstate batteries, battery for every need. You know, I just looked up, I, the winning mega ticket was sold in Des Moines, Iowa. Iowa. There was one, and it was one point. Three two billion dollars that that jackpot was 
I wonder how much taxes you owe on that. Uh, so I you look, walk away with about seven hundred million dollars <laughs> right, if you yeah. took the cash way. I think. Yeah, so, I got four dollars. So, if that counts for anything, you won four dollars. That's right. I haven't even checked mine. I don't, I don't know, but I obviously didn't win the one point three two billion. Yeah, I saw that uh, on the news. That, yeah, you uh, might have had to fill in for me if I did. Right. Yeah. You may not have showed up this morning, <laughs> or he'd just be snickering all the way through this thing <laughs> yeah. and not really saying anything. I, I would be uh, doing dad jokes for the next hour. Yeah, I'm sure you. It would, would be the lowest rated radio show in <laughs> history. Be the Brandon show. <laughs> the Brandon show. I, I remember seeing the news that uh, two big rappers bought uh, one million tickets, so they spent two million dollars trying to win it. So I wonder how much money they got in the end. So. They said all the money they were going to win, they weren't even going to give it to charity. They were going to put it on their next album. They were going to spend all that money on their next album. Oh, wow. I was like, geez, that's A, that's a lot of money, and B, that's really egotistical of you, which I'm not surprised. It's rap music. What do you expect? So It's all about the gold teeth, dude. That's so there right, are yeah. some people, I guess, that hit like, like three, because the jackpot's so big. There are some people you need to check your tickets regardless. You didn't hit all the numbers because there are some people that are getting like a million dollars after getting three or four numbers or four numbers. I yeah. think maybe it is or something like that. I just but. got a mega ball and one ball. So that means four dollars. So, yeah. hey, that yeah. just well, gives I, me two I, more I tickets. I spent forty dollars on tickets. That's what I did. So you got 80. Uh, oh, no, no. no, 40, no I got so 80. 20, 20, no, 20, 20, 20. I got the other two dollars yeah. piece. Yeah, so I got yeah. 20 tickets. That's what I did. I, I was like and and I used to buy uh uh, tickets all the time and then I stopped and I haven't done it for a while but I was like you have to be a fool not to get in on this one man totally totally it's like that Powerball <laughs> that was uh, a couple years ago yeah. where it was like 1.3 billion as well too. yeah so this I think was this the highest one ever or, or second it, highest okay now yeah. it's the second it was the third highest until all the money came in for this last run correct, correct. Yeah. yeah so now it's back to square one somebody actually hit it can you imagine that's a lot of money mm-hmm you know, you know, but they're, they're, they were talking about uh, this on the news about people that often win this, like, end up going bankrupt. Yeah. After a pe- I'm like, how the heck? Mm-hmm. But they start just, some people are not good at managing money, especially like you get that amount of money. Mm-hmm. Then every relative you never knew comes out of the woodwork. Exactly. That's why everybody you don't that tell has anybody. a problem comes out of the work. Yeah. And everybody that thinks they have a great idea, usually it's a scam to get you to start a business with them, scam yeah. you out of money, you know? So. Yeah, it's one of those things. Anyway, uh, all all the power to the person that won it. Good for you, man. I hope you enjoy your life and do do some cool stuff. Hopefully, so. they don't mention your name on the radio or TV. <laughs> yeah. yeah, show your face. <laughs> well, you can you can claim it anonymously, I believe, right? Yeah, where, where they uh-huh. don't release your name and stuff. Obviously, not yeah. a, that the people at the Powerball will know or who you, or the Mega Millions will know who you are. But I mean, uh, as far as uh, they they can seal the records, I know you can do it that way. You don't I, have to be known. I know the thing that they'll put out publicly is uh, what's the place that sold the ticket. Like I remember the Powerball the store. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There was a Seven Eleven store that uh, had the winning ticket, and you should have seen the line. We went out the door, which cause, is ridiculous because just random anyway. Exactly. They, There's that, no other chance that it's but, the same place. By again. the way. Uh, uh, that that store they get paid out on that also right so whoever owns that store will get a chunk of money yeah but what what, what kind of chunk are we talking are we talking like a percent a, or a we... big amount of money yeah. huh. well on on that right there hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah yeah mm-hmm. so which is a good hit for selling the ticket but they have no control it's random no i know I but mean, they like just a... they're selling i mean but that's just for the store owner that's nice because you're selling the tickets anyways it's not like you're even thinking that well, store well, owner's going to happen. That store owner's going to put in like a touchscreen slurping machine now. Yeah, well, and, and, and you, <laughs> right, right. And, and you know why they uh, um, do that with the store owners? It's an incentive so that they sell tickets. Correct. You know, and if you get the winning one like this, that store did, then you get a good chunk of money. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it's figured, but it's per a percent or something like that. So Still, uh, like a chunk of, like you said, hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah, is going to no, your store. No You're going to accept yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. So, good stuff. Congratulations to all on that. I'm going to have to go check my tickets. Maybe, they, I, maybe I want 100 grand. How knows? do they do that anyways? Like when you buy a lottery ticket, mm-hmm. how, how do they, what is the percentage that goes in the pot and the percentage that goes back to the state? Is it like 50-50 or what, what, what how does that work? What? I mean, uh, so, the state so makes money them, on this oh, somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I think it goes 50-50. Some of it goes into a jackpot, and then the other half of it goes it, into the first infrastructure, schools, okay, all that okay. other stuff. Yeah, for yeah. different areas. But the state doesn't – it does, it's not really the state's money. 
But no, no, I understand. But they, they're supposedly they're supposed to help the schools and all this. Yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And I'm thinking with payouts like that, you know what? I we shouldn't be paying taxes right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no kidding. Well, the state of Illinois is as crooked as the state of California. So good luck with that one. Anyway, all right. So onward and upward here. One eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. That's eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Um, we're talking all things automotive and repair. So one of them, like I said, we were talking about, uh, it was the gas tanks getting a hole drilled in them. The other one is filler necks that I'm seeing a lot of these days. These, and by the way, uh, some of this can be done through insurance a lot of times cause it is theft and damage. So comprehensive, uh, uh, insurance, you know, on your vehicle, if you have it, um, because it, uh, uh, People are stealing stuff. Yeah, that. And obviously, catalytic converter theft. We see that a lot, unfortunately. Um, although it seems to be that's declining a little bit now. Um, it's not near as bad as it was. Um, what were well, you going to say? That's because a bunch of people put like locks and stuff on their converters. Yeah, 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 you can put cat cables or cat shields on and things like that to help prevent this from happening, which is important. Um the gas tank thing, that's a little difficult, but what we did, uh, we did create a couple shields that we made uh, for uh, fleet vehicles that had the same kind of vehicles because we knew the spot where they always tried to drill the gas tank. So then we made steel shields for them, which makes it harder to right. do you know, for that area. Um, then they cut filler necks. We see that also, which uh, um, is a thing that they do when uh, trying to get fuel also. So we, we've seen uh, fuel theft been up, especially uh, with the cost of fuel, how it's been up. I, that's where we really started seeing a lot more of that. So just a couple couple of the repairs um, that are caused by, by not good people anyway, which which is a bummer because we don't like uh, uh, to see people's cars get damaged and people stealing stuff from them. So, um, yeah, so that that's pretty much as far as that goes. Um you know, some of the other items we've seen lately uh, this time of year is air conditioning repairs. You know, it gets hot out. Folks then start to use their air conditioner or they were having a problem with the air conditioner. It wasn't a big deal till it got extremely hot out like now. So uh, it's nice to turn on that AC when it's 90 degrees outside versus uh, uh, roasting inside your car. Right. Like a chicken roaster, you know. So we don't like that. It's never a good thing. Especially if you get stuck in traffic when it's getting hot out. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Some other things uh, that repairs that are affected by the heat is, and while we talked about batteries and cooling systems, you know, vehicle batteries, uh, high temperature heat causes batteries to uh, um, uh, um, fail, just like cold does. So extremes on a battery is tough. Um, so we get right up in temperature. Cooling systems overheats. Uh, you get high temperatures if your cooling system is uh, troubled and not in the best condition. We can often uh, uh, end up with uh, something going wrong uh, worse during uh, high temperatures as far as that goes. So can push them up there. So some of, some of the things like that. Um, transmission repairs, overheating, you know, towing, working hard, overdid. Uh, heat is very detrimental to a lot of components on a vehicle. The hot, when it gets really hot out. Well, heat's detrimental to anything moving like that. Yeah, yeah. Also, you know, tires, as far as that goes, if your tires aren't great, it's an extremely um, um, hot out, you know, roads, et cetera. We see tire failures. So just, those are some of the things re- related to heat in this time of year that we see a lot of. Um, and there's other items that uh, just in general, we often see a lot of brake work. Uh, brakes wear out. That's why it's a common uh, service or repair, whichever you want to call it. Um, wear and tear on brake pads is in, in, in shoes is just normal. So, and it depends on how you drive and how your vehicle uses them. Some vehicles use brakes quicker, some use them less, depending on the weight of the vehicle and the brake setup, obviously. Uh, it's uh, brake works kind of, I, I kind of put that in more, it's a repair, but with service, because you have to, it's, those are serviceable items. They're not made to last for forever. So, although 
can put some pure forge rotors on your vehicle and you get a long life out of the brake pads and that. So that was the greatest thing I ever did with that F-250. It used to go through brakes every uh, about uh, 25,000 miles front brakes, you know, because it was front disc uh, rear drum. Well, it had big tires on it. And yeah, so, I mean, there's yeah, in four-wheel drive. and all, It was heavy and all that. But I put the pure forge uh, brakes on there, man, and those things would last up close to 100,000 miles, the pads would. The rotors, you, you, and with the pure forge, it doesn't wear the rotors at all, so you just put pads back on it. So you just, you don't have to re, you don't you have to You can't resurface the them, no, okay. that'll damage them. Because so, the coating come yeah, off. Yeah, correct. But they don't, you know, if you see, you know how brake rotors wear um, uh, with regular pads and like that, there's a waffle, like it, yeah. it eats metal off of them. Well, one of the thing with pure forge is it do, there's no metal transfer to the pad, so the rotors do not wear is what it is. So brake pads obviously wear, and the brake pads wear slower because of that, and you get a lot longer life out of them. Right. Yeah. So, um, but replacing a um, the, just replacing the pads, yeah, you don't turn the rotors. Okay. Which uh, works out, saves you money in the long run. So. Um, that's the product that they've designed and, and the metalology they use to produce those rotors is amazing. And uh, there's a lot of fleets and different companies putting them on their vehicles because it saves on having to replace rotors and pads get double, at least minimum double the life. So as far you as know what, go. especially if you're driving around a car, I mean, a company where the car is going around the city all the time, that would be good. Yeah. And they guarantee their rotors for 200,000 miles that well, the rotors won't wear out. City driving on braking is the worst. Yep. Well, yeah, you're on the brakes all the time. Stop, yeah. stop, 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 stop. So um, that's one of the repairs that we see a lot, along with the uh, other things that we were just talking about. Um, yeah, you know, I was just looking at our list here of, of different things. We covered the cooling system. That oil changes, obviously, that's a service. We see those, that's a very common service. Um, try to keep co- folks, uh, keep your oil serviced. You know, some people are on the oil services. Other people, <laughs> they don't know when the last time they changed their oil. We just had, um, there's a young lady that works for the dentist that I go to and her car was in and my guys are like, the oil in this thing is like black. And I was like, so I asked her, I was like, hey, do you, yeah, when's the last time you changed your oil? She's like, yeah, I used to do it regularly. I don't know. It's been a long time. I was like, um. The problem with that, it's broken down, and then you start having other issues. You you know, not servicing your oil, we we know that issues get caused, such as seals fail. Uh, it burns more oil. You can run a car out of oil because oil gets so thin and worn out. It's carrying a bunch of contaminants around, and it is not lubricating well. Change your engine oil. Yeah, when it gets dirty, you'll burn more oil. And guess what else? Do you? I the don't, cat. Yeah, I don't really know if you remember this, but me and you, before we I, we started the West Automotive Group, we worked at a, at, a, at a shop, and there was a guy, a customer, that bragged about he never changed the oil on his car. He just added oil to it, kept the level and added oil Did to it. Did it have one of those Fritz it, filters the, on it? No. Oh, okay. But, and it wasn't an older car. I mean, at that point, it wasn't. It, it was in, it was, it was probably late 80s car. Okay. And this was in the early 90s, right, when we, before we started um, the West Automotive. <laughs> I'll never forget this conversation, because he had this conversation one week. The next week, the car's towed in. And the motor is destroyed. And I mean, he drove it like 80,000 miles, 90,000 miles, something like that total, you know, doing this. He pulled the valve cover off and the sludge inside the valve cover on that thing was like, oh my gosh, this is exactly, I wish I had, I, I, I know I took a picture of it back then, but I don't remember what I did with it. So. Remember when the mid eighties when they had a problem with Quaker State because it was made out of like a wax? Par- it had paraffin in it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was a definite problem. So, folks, uh, avoiding oil changes is a terrible idea if you love your car. So, I well, guess, the I guess thing you're about only going to drive it thirty thousand miles. You can probably get away with it. Just give it. The car. It's going to be somebody else's problem. Well, you know the weird thing is too, because I mean, back in back in, think about just even in two thousand oil products. I mean, you could go down the you can go down to the go down to the hardware or I mean hardware store, but you can go Auto down to the store. Yes, and. You could buy a case of transmission fluid. I mean, just normal Dextron three. Uh-huh. You could buy that for like I think back then twelve bucks. Probably when, when uh, we went buck through, a quart. Yeah, when we went through that thing in two thousand, somewhere in the what two thousand eight or whatever, uh-huh. like when oil, you know, when everything, you know, the, the construction thing broke, everything, you know, went up. I think transmission fluid, and you know what, this is with everything else on a car too. It went from almost twelve dollars a case 
because it's a petroleum product. So when mm-hmm. gas goes up, all this right. stuff goes up. Right. Um, I think it went up to almost like forty or fifty dollars a case then. I mean, it made a big jump. Oh, yeah. Well, and the quality, too, now of stuff. I mean, it's changed. On, you can't, everything's full synthetic now. Well, I was, that's why I was wondering about the oil changes back then. Oil changes back then used to be dirt cheap, so I don't even know why you were bragging about something like that. You know what I'm saying? I would have done the oil change. <laughs> and we only use full synthetic, correct. We only use full synthetic engine oil uh, at the West Automotive Group for, every, for everything. So, uh, you know, it's just one of those things. Uh, um, I, I, that so quality wise, but I see some of these people like which I saw somebody the other day mentioned like I, they saw uh, and, uh, I was watching this uh, thread and then the guy up in L.A. He's like he's like the guy down the street is like doing these oil changes for like nothing and he's all he uses the same oil provider I do. There is no that doesn't even pay for the oil that they're putting in the car. But, so, that's so, on a purpose. They're, they're doing a loss leader. Yeah, that's what they're trying to do. But uh, um. Just one of those things, you know. Everything is more in, in, important. It de- well, it depends. Hey, hey, Brendan, today's Happy National Golden Get- Girl and Girls Day. Also, you missed that, but it has nothing to do with automotive. <laughs> I used to, I, so I, their day is on, on Henry Ford's day. Also, yeah, right. Hey. <laughs> I saw Tuesday is a dash cam day as well. Dash I think, cam day. Yeah, I think it's very important to have that kind of stuff. Do you have a dash cam in your Not car? Not in the 2012. No, oh, yeah. I think uh, highway said uh legally that there have to be in the vehicles starting in 2016 and above what's that i think dash dash cam. cams are supposed to be in your vehicle are you talking now. about backup cameras oh sorry backup cameras so what am i thinking so what am i thinking so that means that like for my 2003 s10 i need to go out and buy a backup camera for it no, 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 no. no. That's okay. for newer cars. When no, the new, have newer have manufactured cameras. cars yes, are supposed correct. to have backup cameras now. Correct. So. All right, folks, that is your trivia for this week. It's Golden Man, Girls it's, Day. It's <laughs> Golden Girls Day, Henry Ford Day, and, and next Tuesday is backup camera day or something. I don't know. There's your automotive stuff. Hey, San Diego and everybody out there, we appreciate you joining us here at Auto Talk Radio. <laughs> we will be back next Saturday live. Make sure and tune in and stay with us. This has been Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego, 1170 and 96.1 FM. Have a great weekend. your automotive questions, tune in every week at this same time for Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. To learn more about Brian, become a guest or sponsor of the show, or if you have additional questions, visit thewestautomotivegroup.com. That's thewestautomotivegroup.com. And click on Auto Talk Radio. Join us again next week for more Auto Talk. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.